What's up, guys? Families, friends, family ease, plurals, family, friends, every fan of the Walking Home podcast. What's up? It's your man, the dude, the guy behind it, the guy behind the veil, Wizard of Oz. It's me, Mr. Oz. Recording solo again because, um, weirdly enough to say, I've been a little bit busy enjoying my life. Of course, not that making my podcast is unenjoyable for me, but um, been having to be out in the real world. Osiris, don't do that. Out in the real world a little bit, enjoying time with my friends. A lot of events have happened, um, all within a couple of, I mean, all within pretty much the same week, days of each other. Um, so I haven't had time to sit down and kind of think of what to say, what to talk about. Um, part of what I want to talk about is how great that feeling is whenever you do get around your friends for an extended period of time and it's not um, stressful like vacations are cool with friends and all that but we all know vacation's stressful we don't gotta sit here and play like vacations just fucking uh, peaches and cream all the time but uh oh my god my cats are making me so nervous right now one of them is eye to TV screen in here watching Star Wars and the other one is flailing around his mouse because I won't throw it at him every five minutes. Not even five minutes, it's five seconds. I just threw it. Wait, give it a second, I'll tell you when he's back. <clears throat> he's back. Um, <laughs> but spending time with your friends when there's no real reason why, or there's just a, a gathering, and then you go from there is by far transcends vacation in all means. I personally think vacations may kind of just be like a single person, significant other type thing. Because every time it, it happens with friends, there are more than like five people. Don't we all know it just goes to shit. It, anyways, it is not, this isn't a podcast about dogging on vacations and I'm not trying to attack the airbnb market um just to say that like whenever it's so loosely together and the the flow is just going and there's no itinerary or picked outfits or events for days um it gets pretty fun and seeing all of my people and sit at the same table was a great feeling for me internally um because i don't know you you feel the love from those people all the time but you don't ever get to see it in that way so seeing and if you do get to see it in that way then you know i, I feel like you would feel the same way as i feel right now but i don't know it brings me a good sense of like fulfillment and a new sense of motivation to keep going on the paths that we're all going on because I get around them and they get around me and we're all excited for pumping out ideas or 
trying to reach similar goals and my friends are just those guys i guess you know they're just the avengers of the real world and um it's gonna take some time but we're gonna be able to prove it to we're we're gonna be able to look back on these days and you know cherish them for where we were and you know that's the point of making the memories now even if we are aren't we all aren't in happy places or um our ideal situations you know like most of my memories that i cherish come from when i was living in a double wide with uh 10 people you know fluffy no don't do that Things are getting very sketchy in here. The cat is next to a pretty expensive piece of equipment, a monitor that I bought. And Fluffy. God damn. Anytime there's not people over here, they like to act out. But yeah, many of my most cherished moments come from living in the double wide with 10 to 11 people at a time. And, um, you know, it's like back then, I and still I would not want to do that again, but um, the formation of it was great. So, and I, I mean, even if it goes both ways, as to say, the situation doesn't have to be that severe, but then also the situation could be more severe than that. So, or just say uh, a day... I had got a flat tire and I was able to spend that day with uh, someone that I, I liked and um, you know it turned out being like a let's skip classes type day and um, let's just do our thing and in that time of downfall of you know my petty little tire going flat on me um, I made a good memory by cherishing what was happening and then now that memory sits positively positively with me rather than just making it another time my car malfunctioned on me and I raged out and then got mad, you know. Not saying I didn't do that at first, but did that day switch and should I have noticed at first, to not even go to the rage mode, yeah, but the way we handle situations today can and will affect our memory of it the next day, obviously. So if you are negatively harping on one whole day it's and you go to sleep, it's forever in your memory bank as a bad day because you didn't want to give it the extra effort to find a goodness in it or find something to hold on to and um, get some passion in there or something, you know? Like, I don't know. You can make the bad days good days, and we all know that some of the best memories come from either bad circumstances or anything else. Good circumstances, hopefully more. That's just the world. Life is... Uh, suffering will suffer no matter what and um, 
It's about finding a little bit of light in that suffering and holding that with you as long as you can. Am I making sense here? Can I get an amen? I bring up this little adventure with my friends just because I'm sitting here in the morning recording this the day of it's coming out and I'm struggling to think of what to say. I do want to get back to talking about my short films that I want to make and kind of using this as a brainstorm log, like mission log. Um, But I said, one thing I have been thinking about constantly is how much fun I've had with my friends in the past couple weeks. So I try to come on here and express that and um, that's what you're hearing now. Uh, turn into a little bit of suffering talk, which is fine because it relays me to the short films that I want to write. Um, I don't know much to talk about this except to ask for help, please, in finding people that can storyboard or um, visualize these type of things that I'm wanting more clearly than I can sometimes or just anybody willing to pitch ideas to this but for my for my short films I want the main goal the main theme across all of them to be suffering which um, all or most of what I know about suffering is from this little guy named Buddha, um, so Siddharthi, I don't know the Buddha's real name, I, <laughs> I know the Buddha's real name, I just can't say it properly, so let's see if we can rely on the good old Google to, um, help us out here, his name is Siddharthi Gautama, um, I'm saying that right. I tried to say it with the Mexican accent first. It didn't work out. Um, probably not saying that right. Anyways, what you need to know about Siddharthi, or um, now known as Buddha, um, is that he was a prince that lived a very sheltered life in the palace. Um, and his dad was um, adamant on making sure that he did not experience any suffering so he hid um i think the the story is that their mom died the mom died and he hid the mom's death from him and he hid and whenever he would drive or drive whenever he would ride or walk through the palace gates um and there were homeless beggars on the outside he would be blindfolded and all this type of uh, suffering was going on around him, but his father was uh, keeping him blind to the fact that it existed in the world. Um, but being human, the Buddha, Prince Gautama, whatever. <laughs> Why am I focusing so much on his name? It doesn't fucking matter. The Buddha felt the same thing we all feel, the little itch in the morning, the back pain, the creaks, the growing pains. 
there's something there that's beyond us that's just pushing us forward. It's the little tap of the first domino that you feel your whole life. And um, it's there. He knew the suffering was there. So he goes out. And also, this is one of Buddha's first incarnations, or maybe I think it is the first incarnation. Um, thinking some uh, sex, S-E-C-T-S, of Buddhism. Um, they believe that he uh, reincarnated multiple times into different beings and different things. And I think... This is actually part of his enlightenment was the uh, reincarnation of all these beings that um, you hear stories of and other things. I, I listen to it on podcast, so I hear stories about the Buddha's <laughs> about the Buddha's many incarnations on podcasts, which is very new age of me. I know I'm. Uh, <laughs> I wish I could go to Tibet and, you know, read through old scrolls and writings on the wall and all that, but I'm just working with what I got here, all right? So I got a podcast by the a guy named Duncan Trussell, who I love so dearly. Love you, Duncan. Uh, going to see him in uh, November in Fort Worth. Um, so what I do have is... That guy who talks about Buddhism on a podcast that I just so happened to stumble upon and listen to um, to this very day. And is that equivalent to a, um, a, a Tibetan monk being born into a monastery? I don't think that happens. But um, being brought to a monastery at a young age and um, taught with original scrolls yes it is kind of the same thing except it's just happening in different parts of the world and at different times of the world um but no there's probably not monks on fucking apple Podcasts scrolling through the comedy section trying to learn something about buddhism or trying to learn about life but we do happen to be american so to largely paraphrase some of the best spiritual writing in the world um the prince goes out on this journey i think with a tiger or something of the sort um sees the homelessness sees the illness sees death sees attachment and he decides that hey there's nothing that he can do to fix or help these people in any way and b that because of A, he is going to sit under a tree and essentially die until he or he or whatever it is tells him what is the truth behind life. You have him sitting under this Bodhi tree waiting for the secrets of life to just uh, throw, throw themselves at him and... Um, they kind of do, in a way. Um, but yeah, this is where you see the sitting Buddha, which is um, monumentized, made into statues that sit in a college girl's dorm room 
on a painting saying, let that shit go. So, yeah, you know, it's another... That one is actually another religious symbol that uh, does involve death in a more um, Disney way (laughs) or a more thoughtful way. You know, it's not um, the gruesome telling of Jesus's death, which is crazy because even as a kid, it's like I didn't really care about much of the, the rest of the Bible other than how Jesus died, which is odd. Um, it's odd for all religions, I guess. That's something to look into right there is death circulating around religions. Um, a religion circulating around death. Maybe it is the other way around. And no need to mess it up further. What you have to know, though, is that he essentially transcended his body there um discovered the truth of life which is life is suffering and there's no escape to it other than to find these ways that he found to deal with it um which is called the eightfold path or the middle path tons of different things that just like christianity gets tipped and turned into five different other things so what that means to me is that I've read about this stuff now. Like, okay, yeah, I said podcast earlier, but I do. I did my own research. I read the books. I read a couple books about it. Um, and it's another way that it was brought to me. And um, being in the new world where I can't just go sit under a tree and uh, let let that shit go. Um, so this morning I wanted to read to you guys a book. I didn't know which one. I looked at a couple different ones, but um, thinking about the short films that I talked about last time and um, the fact that I do want to just motivate myself to read more, I busted out the old teachings of Buddha, um, which I don't know what the official book of Buddhism is. Or if there's one, if they care that much. Um, But I got this book called The Teachings of Buddha. Um, It's translated to Mandarin and from, or it's from Mandarin to English, but there's Mandarin um, writing in here. And I just kind of flipped through to something in the beginning where he does talk about um, suffering the nature of Buddha. And um, I came across what I've highlighted when I read it the first time. And um, I just want to kind of paint a picture for you guys to almost hopefully see the layout of where I'm trying to go with um, these short films. And I'm just talking to myself at this point. Jesus Christ. Okay. Cat's going crazy. Um, all right, so let's get, let me get more into it. I am talking, if I am talking to myself, I love you guys. Um, I want to call it, I'm not going to say the name yet because I may change it. I'm not going to say the name yet. 
All I know is they're going to be one-off short films that all kind of tie to the same day. They all start on the same day. Um, and you're going to see that day and um, following days uh, varying on the, the story I'm trying to tell. Um, out of the six different perspectives of these people that are at... Um, in the same group of friends, almost, almost friends, kind of, it's, <laughs> fuck, they're like friends that aren't, um, sound like a, you're like a classroom friends, like college friends that kind of just get stuck together in the same dorm or the same class, and then they end up becoming friends, blah, blah, blah. It's pretty much like that type of friends where you have people that were rich and then you have people that weren't so rich or you have people that had divorced parents or you know people that have perfect family, blah, 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 blah. All of that. It's just a mix, a complete mix of people. So you see um, these um, principles of suffering um, kind of told in a story through their perspective of their own form of suffering. Um, I have to stray away from wanting to make it so much about myself and rather about um, making a story. Because, yeah, it would be cool to have it resemble me in a way, but is that... The best way to tell a story, no, because I'm forcing ideas that don't need to be there. Okay, so um, each of these kids is going to be able to have their own form of, sh- of suffering because I'm straying away from trying to um, make it about anything that actually, I mean, you know what I'm trying to say. If you're If you're listening, you know what I'm trying to say. You followed me along here. I scared you. Um, okay, so from the teachings of Buddha, page 138. How is there? I don't know. Okay, page 138. If you <laughs> if you have the book on hand, pick it up now. Um, I don't know if we got the same book. Probably not. Water is round in a round receptacle. And square in a square one. But water itself has no particular shape. People often forget this fact if they ever even realize it. People see this good and that bad. They like this and dislike that. They discriminate existence from non-existence. And then being caught in these entanglements and becoming attached to them, they suffer. Page one four. If people would only give up their attachments to these imaginary and false discriminations and restore the purity of their original minds, then both their minds and their flesh would be free from defilement and suffering and would know the peacefulness that goes with that freedom. So, that would be in a way to um, resemble... Um, how I want my characters to feel at the end of um, the movie. And kind of in the start where he gets 
he's he starts by saying um uh water is round receptacle everyone gets that like you know everyone understands that it that first part water is round in a round receptacle and square in a square one is saying that um like i was saying about the day the memory that you have of a day is good in a good memory and good thought and it's bad in bad thought um it's saying perspective is what you put it in and um that's that it's it's as simple as that if you um fit it negatively it's just gonna affect you negatively it's just how it's like how many times we gotta say the same thing here you know what i mean (laughs) that's what i feel like with this it's it's the same thing okay so people see this good and that bad talking about uh, duality at this point. They like this and dislike that. They discriminate existence from non-existence. You think living, you're not dying while living, but your six-year-old self is completely dead inside of you somewhere. Um, That's weird. Um, So, caught in these entanglements... And becoming attached to them, they suffer. So this is the causality of duality. I think I've heard someone say that before. In being in duality, um, believing that there is a good and a bad and this is different from that, um, you suffer, you attach to that thought which is attachment in itself, and then from that, only more attachment can grow. So the causality of duality, as long as you um, accept that or believe that good and bad aren't the same or there's not equal sides to both, um, you can only suffer. So how do you leave behind duality when you live in a world with duality? Stay tuned. Um, to the Walking Home podcast. Then it goes into, if people would only give up their attachments to these imaginary and false discriminations. Imaginary and false discriminations. That good is different from bad. And light is different from dark. So on so forth. And restore the purity of their original minds in oneness uh unity what do they call it 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 what do they call the irobot uh situation the singularity and the singularity which how how did i forget that from duality it's anyways in in the singularity you are one and you are created or birthed or um at peace with Whatever, because you don't see duality no longer. You are um, equal parts, everything in the world, male, feminine, 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 um, you're equal parts, male, female, light, dark, good, bad, evil, good, again, (laughs) 
uh, ugly, handsome, pretty, whatever you fucking want to be. Then both their minds and their flesh, keyword there, their flesh, would be free from defilement and suffering and would know the peacefulness that goes with that freedom. You know how they say when, like, um, ghosts stick around because they got unfinished business. They just can't cross over, blah, blah, blah. Um, It's almost like that, like, if... Imagine your spirit trying to go on to the next part of its existence and you are um, attached because you didn't figure out uh, why Pete Davidson and Kim K broke up. Um, And that just is lingering in your soul and your mind. Think about how much that's holding back your mind in the first part. Um, And that it's not giving it the freedom to think uh, other thoughts that um matter more in my personal opinion i don't know i'm rambling now but how do i convey this into little kids being little kids not even little they're high school kids i think how do i get these kids to go through existential crises crises how do i get them to have an ex existential crisis in high school um kind of like I did and how do I portray it to be a good story is the question will I know no I don't know all I know is I want one to be about someone doing acid because why not and that's what I want to make movies about um because it changed my life And then however else, I guess as a high school kid, it isn't too hard to um, think about what you were attached to back then. And then, um, I don't know, but I I think we have a good set of people that are going to help me write this and uh, build this to fruition. And I'm excited. And um, I hope that what I read from this book helped someone today i don't know if it just rambled along and didn't make any sense to anybody but i'm not sure what else to say other than i hope something i said reaches someone out there and that that someone knows that i love them and they're doing great in life and that they should make someone else feel like that If I just rambled along and you made it to the end just to see if I would ever say anything prophetic. um, I'm sorry, but here we are. So, I think I'll play a song. I think I'll play a song by another another song by the man who calls himself J.I.D. This album is really good. This album is pretty good. There's uh, a definitely a part of the album i like most and this is kind of the start of that part um and he really gets it that boy the boy jid really gets after it it's so hard podcasting by yourself if you can't tell that's what i'm doing right now because i'm not talking to anybody other than my cat who's over here beautifully sunbathing but so to wrap it up i hope someone learned something and i hope that um you know i love you for listening i already said this This is Cody Blue.
31 by J.I.D. off the Forever Story. Um, to play you guys out, I love all of you. Thank you if you listen or share or like everything that I'm saying and doing. It'll pay off in the end. We're slowly growing and only going to get better from here. So thank you for all the listen, listenings. <laughs> thank you for all of you guys listening to um, what I got to say and um, holding it in the space that you do. It means the world to me. Um, have a great day. I got a good podcast I'm recording tonight, so I'm warming up right now. Getting hot. Going to crack open the tequila later. Got a good fucking podcast coming for you guys. And the week after that, 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 and the week after that. I love you guys. History can't stop or break me You know it rains for something You know the pain's for something I hope a change is coming Just keep on swinging on Sister ho, getting high from swishing sweets, chariots are swinging low. Swats the cousin of police, hang a nigga swinging rope. Pee Wee tried to swing on me, but I was with like 50 folks and he ain't know. But what was worse, I ain't even want no beef for bro. We was told it, we was soldiers, we was soulless, we was sold it. Saying something about his set, nigga, that who he swinging for. Swear you bitches don't know shit about our stress, about our woes, and my obsession with success by definition of my own. Sure as death is waiting on our flesh and bones, demon calling my spirit. Had to click the phone Couldn't get to Courtney quick enough to give her one Big hugs Told her you like the strongest woman on the fucking globe I watched my mama lose her mama Go through drama and trauma But had to keep her head high So we don't fucking know I'm getting older So when the world's feeling enormous On your back and on your arms And your feet just as heavy You've been dragging through the storm Staring at this city But you trapped inside the hole Get your back up off the roads Keep swinging on
Swing on, swing on, swing on, swing on.